Hello and welcome to Let the Bird Fly, a podcast about living freely and a world given back to us. This is Wade here in the podcast studio, joined by my good friend and colleague, the Reverend Professor Jason Oakland. And we are continuing our wingnet series, Lutherans in Rome. Last time we weren't in Rome, we were in Florence, but for today's session, we are back in Rome. Back in Rome. We're going to make our way to the catacombs and to the Appian Way, uh, St. John Lateran. We're going to ride our most crowded bus. Yeah. Um, yeah. On which that was I believe rough. Connor kept dropping his bus pass, <laughs> um, if I remember yeah. that that was. Yeah, that was he that was one. having trouble keeping track of that. And a priest yeah. picked it up for him yep. and gave it back. It was a very nice gesture yes. by a Roman cleric. Yep. Um, say what you will about Roman clerics. This one. He's a solid dude. Yep. Yep. Um, so we'll be picking up with that. Uh, if you haven't listened to the previous sessions, don't worry. Each one's kind of a standalone. We've been taking a day at a time. Jason and I went to Italy over spring break, spent about a week there, and so that's what we've been covering with the series. This is leading up to a session or two that we will be doing on a trip that we are leading to Germany, an 11-day Germany tour entitled Experience, the Cradle of the Reformation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hosted by Imagine uh, Tours and Travel. Uh, Jason has traveled with them before. This is a, kind of an all-inclusive thing, with the exception of a couple dinners and um, kind of lunch or snacks on the move as we go. Um, but otherwise, your breakfasts, your dinners, your uh, admissions to places, the bus, the hotels, the airfare is all included. And we will be looking at um, some great sites in both German history and Lutheran history. Uh, Jason and myself both teach um, church history courses, courses on the Reformation, on Luther. Um, I also uh, do teach uh, German history mm-hmm. as well. My minor field for my PhD is modern Europe, specifically modern Germany. We will be going places like Mainz, Worms, Heidelberg, Nuremberg, the Coburg, Erfurt, uh, Eisenach, Jena, Buchenwald, Dresden, uh, Wittenberg, Berlin. Um, and we would love to have you come and join us. We've had uh, some register already. We've had a, a number reach out and talk about registering. Um, we would love to hear from you if you are interested. Do not be shy. If you have questions, you can email us at WLC. It's just our first name, period, our last name, at wlc.edu. Or you can email us at the podcast, which for, i got to be sure at some point what that email address is, but I believe it's podcast at Let the Bird Fly. If you go to letthebirdfly.com, which you should do, because that's where the Germany trip info is, you'll see it there. But click on the menu on Germany trip 2024. That will take you to all the information um, about the trip. And as I said, feel free to reach out as well. Um, we are excited to have a fun group hopefully um, going with us. Uh, we have some going already who we're very excited about. Um, we'd love to have you join us. <clears throat> um, there is a limited number of spots, uh, so if you do have questions, do reach out. Um, on the earlier end, it's probably a good time to be asking them, uh, but we're excited to go. We've both been over there a number of times. This is kind of our, like, if you were going once, we put together our list. We did this like a draft. We listed off yeah. a page full of places, and then we went back through, and we did, okay, Jason, you pick one, I pick one. We go back, we reason. Um, the hotels, nice hotels, right in the mix of things. Um, we are excited about this trip, so you can go to letthebirdfly.com, find out more. We are now 
in Lutherans in Rome uh, on day six, which was Friday. And I will say this turned out to be my favorite day. Uh, Jason, would you say that? I know yeah. you enjoyed it. Yeah, there are some there are some really cool moments on Friday uh, that, um, which you know, we kind of thought, yeah, it'd be be good. Yep, we'll do this. But I would say some of these moments that just uh, really ended up standing out. I would say um, just from the travel side of things, but also then from the um, kind of church history bit. type. Yeah, yeah, it was. We, we had we we did not have um, much of a. A, a, a slated schedule. The one thing that we were planning on doing was the the catacombs, but we did not have any reservation or whatever. So that mean, meant, especially after um, we got back a little bit later, you know, from Florence the night before. So we had a little bit of a leisurely morning. Um, we went down to the little bistro block away from our hotel and for, for a leisurely breakfast. Um, although, although, um, Connor was trying to get in the locked door, I think, that morning, and it was a little bit I of a... I believe that was. Because um, uh, we, Jason and I, went down first because we were in the habit of getting up yep. the earliest and yep. uh, getting around. And then Connor got around and he wanted yep. stuff, but uh, they, they only had one set of the doors open. Yeah, yeah. There was there were two specific entrances, but uh, he's like, how did you guys get in there? Cause, uh, but, we, but it was good. We should have told him it was a secret password. Yeah, yep. That this is the VIP section that, uh, and I had um, a Nutella croissant that morning, which was really good. I, I had never, I had not had one of those before, but man, it was like a croissant that was just plump full with uh, Nutella. So the name was accurate. It was. It was very yeah. accurate. Um, and uh, co- coffee was, you know, that's kind of the pastry and coffee. That's a lot of a lot of the breakfast that they do. I think. But then I believe I did a a cappuccino that morning. I think I did. I've too. been going with the uh, cafe americano. Yeah, I, I would say but, uh, I I preferred the cappuccino to the americano in in my experience there. But but then it was some of us are true patriots, right? right yeah. So then it was onto the catacombs, um, which we had kind of. It was a little bit of a little bit of a bus ride to get there, which was not which was not a bad bus ride in that we got to see quite a bit of the the city that we hadn't seen before. So that was interesting. This was our best public transport morning, yes. by the way. We, um, it just so happened that the buses were late or early mm-hmm. in a way that was totally in our favor. Yeah. So we walked to where we had to go, um, for the first bus, right? Wasn't there two? We had a transfer. Yeah. I think we might've, yeah. But, um, but then for the bus coming back from there too. Um, but the nice yep. thing about this bus ride was a, it wasn't that crowded. Right. Um, but B, I want to say this was one of our best temperature days. Yeah. It was It was not too hot. It was not too cold. Um, so the bus wasn't and way hot. Yeah, and part of it was we're going to probably on a route that not a yeah. ton of people are just going to take. Well, and that know? was going to be my last thing is we go outside the gates, and we had to go a ways out, um, and which is – because that's where the catacombs were for a reason. Right, yeah. Um, but it was a bus, the ride was actually through like Rome where people live. Yeah. And so it was a nice opportunity, other than going to St. Paul's outside the walls, where we saw some of that, but we took the metro. Yeah, so you're um, not getting to see the city quite as well. Yeah, I would say that, that um, it was a fun bus ride. Uh, the only th- right, the only thing that I didn't care for with this bus ride is that um, we reached a point of it where it was now you're on a very, very much cobblestone street. 
Mm. And there was a stretch of it where those cobblestones were pretty rough on the bus, but but it was Jason's not, not been on enough buses, right? Where you're you've you've not been on a around. bus on a, a, a Milwaukee no. county pothole. No, street. that yeah. I have not. And so this was, you know, you got shook around just a little bit, but it wasn't it wasn't bad and it wasn't for very long. But it was uh, just like, man, we're we're bouncing pretty good. Yeah. But it but it was a nice trip out there, and we had gotten the reason we ch- we chose the um, Saint Sebastian catacombs connected to the to the saint sebastian church because the on our way back from the train station the night before we were on a bus and and my kids hate when i talk to strangers yep in any sort of setting like when i strike up conversation and i will say um i'm not overly gregarious when i do this right um it came up because they were trying to use their it is very confusing if you go to Rome, <laughs> you do not have to actually stuff online will say you have to get your card stamped on the the bus the right. first time you use it. This is not true. In fact, <laughs> it won't even do so. And the and bus when you driver put it up will to just kind of sit there yeah. and look at you like what and are you And if you doing? hold it up to the thing it's going to make a red like problematic thing. Yep. And the bus driver is just going to smile because you're going to look panicked. But you you don't have to do that apparently anymore. I asked on the bus, I asked at the um mm-hmm. The whatever you call the the uh, public transit yep, org yep. thing, um, so don't freak out about that. But they were getting nervous, and I just kind of smiled, yep. and I was like, "Yep, that happened to us too." Yep. Then I explained. Then it came up where were you, whatever else. Um, the whole while, I think Megan Connor they were thinking Americans. like he, yep. like thinking that Dad Wade is doing that thing yep. again. So go ahead though, Jason. Yes, but they said we went to that one. We had heard that that one was the best one to go to. So, so. That's the one that we we hadn't specifically chosen one. We were at that up point. in the air still, yeah. Because um, there are a couple of different ones that you can go and that that you can um, tour, uh, but that's the one that we're like, all right, we're going to go to that one then because we got an inside scoop, and I think we were both very glad that we ended up there because mm-hmm. um, it was a really good experience. We so there's my my favorite place I went. I, I would agree. I would agree that. Um, this was one of those, I wasn't necessarily, expe- I, I thought this would be cool. I wasn't expecting it to be as really impactful, I think, as it was. And we had to wait a little bit until the next tour started, which gave us a chance to look around. There's a little courtyard outside, but it was kind of tucked in a little bit just off the road. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can kind of look around at things. Uh, and then there was a church there, which was going to... If you When you get off the bus... You don't have to walk far to it. No. But you're not going to see it. Right. From where, because it's kind of set down. You walk down to it, and then there's there's like walls or hedges stuff on the sides of the road. Yep. So don't worry. Yep. Don't panic. You're there if you got off at of that bus stop. Yep. Just walk a little bit. Get some water out of the... There's a cool fountain. Yep. One of those. Across nice. the way. Yep. Get some water there. Um, but then you'll see it. Yeah. And this is... Right on the Apian Way or Appian Way, which you know, yeah, we'll I'm gonna say Appian. About. I don't even know what the right way. I for think, sure is. yeah, I think, I think I've heard of both, but I'll, we'll go for Appian okay. as far as the our, as for the purpose of the podcast. Okay, it's the Appian Way. I appreciate the compromise. Yeah, um, and uh, we went, got our tickets. We had a, a little bit of time, and then um, met. We had a we had a decent group when it was all said and done. That was pretty good size. Um, but and and the tours are. Just timed out. So it wasn't yeah. like we were waiting because there was a long line. No. 
we were just waiting for the next scheduled right. tour, which, um, which we got right on the very next one. And a decent sized group, but it wasn't so large that you, we, you could all crowd around the tour guide and hear them just yeah. fine. And this was what mid to mid to late morning, so I yeah. mean it, it wasn't super super early in the day, um, but it wasn't like um, mid afternoon or peak peak time maybe, but. Uh, I'll say uh, he he let us down, and he kind of says, "All right, you know, now we're about to go in there." And, and they, it is an Eng- you don't have to ask for an English tour. The right. default is an English tour. Yes. So you're if you're getting tickets, don't worry. Um, the and there were people you could tell from different language backgrounds, but everybody, even when they were asking him questions, yeah, almost everybody asked it was all in, in English. English yeah, yeah. Uh, and so you go to so you go down the stairs, and there's no taking pictures in the catacombs because it said, you know, this is out of respect for the this place as a burial site and the fact that, you know, there are still portions of the catacombs that still are used for that purpose that, that they've just said that we're going to leave this section as burial site. Um, so it said that as part of honoring that, um, no pictures. But I'll say um, you go down the stairs and you're into the catacombs, and I would say I was not necessarily prepared for the closeness of them. You know that, and and I'll and I'll say I'm not a claustrophobic person typically, but there is a moment or two where I'm just like, man, this we're is, bigger guys. Yeah, and we're bigger, and it's not like the. Although I will say I did, I don't like heights. Yeah. Um, and I do not like tight spaces, but I did, I I did not feel claustrophobic, but I did feel like sometimes. That it wasn't there. Yeah. It w- yeah, and I think for me it was just like, man, we're down here a ways. And then the other thing that was odd was it's very disorienting because, like, it's not just, all right, you're going down, and it's, but you're, like, going, and here's a turn, and here's a turn, and you're following following mm-hmm. this guy who, at least when he started out, was moving pretty quickly. And I was mm-hmm. the very first guy after him. I was the first one on there. But I'm just like, man, this is it's just a – it's a little unnerving. Mm-hmm. Um, so it might be one of those things. If you're, if you're claustrophobic, um, I would still do it. I, I would, I would really try. Unless you're like really. Yeah. Unless you think you're really claustrophobic. Gonna, because it's while you're walking through the areas and then when the places where they stop, where they stop the tour, um, they open, those places open up and then they kind of have <laughs> specific things that are set there. Um, and like the first one that we stopped at had a bunch of, catacomb symbols again not maybe that were necessarily there originally but that they've placed there to show here are the different although you could see things carved in that yes and you could as you walk you could see some of those carvings and stuff along the way um but that was one of the places where he stopped and just kind of pointed out different things and said this is what they mean and this is where we know even before christianity was legal uh, this is how they would mark the graves, and you can know this is a Christian grave because of the symbols that they put on there. Uh, and then um, they brought, there were a couple of mausoleum places that were built kind of right in connection with this um, because the, the catacombs start out as a quarry, but then once the... And that's where the word catacomb, right, he said, yes, comes yep. from, is that that this was what they were... It was a win-win because you could dig it out for graves... Yep. But then the the stone was good for building materials. Yep. And it yeah. started as a quarry, but then, you know, like you've got all these holes already made in the earth. Um, and then it kind of becomes people buy the buy the quarries that aren't really being quarried so much anymore, but now you can use them as uh, 
cemeteries and the like, and so then it becomes this. And thing there had and been mausoleums. Um, yep. Uh, above, like upper level. Yep. Um, which for this was one of the interesting things I thought as well. So the Romans would call it necropolis, the city mm-hmm. of the dead, whereas the Christians, as you go down, you see a very um, contrasting emphasis on the resurrection yeah. and life. But you do it at the end, get to see some of the mausoleum stuff that they didn't even know was there, and then they had mm-hmm. found as they did some. Because while it had been above before, all these places have just been built on top of each other over the yep. years. It wasn't on yep. the top Which now. Is which is one of those things that you're just reminded again of the layers of history, yeah. you know, at this place through, you know, millennia, really, right? Um, so that was really, really interesting. Got to see that. And again, that contrast between the Christian symbols and symbols of resurrection versus, you know, the, the Roman, the pagan Roman symbols were, were definitely a, a contrast. And maybe, Jason, if you want to hit on a little bit, just with the location. So this is where they're burying Christians. Yep. Um, this is where, for a time, it's thought that uh, Peter and Paul's bones were. Mm-hmm. Um, why? So we had to take the bus way out. Yeah. Um, maybe if you want to, just for the listeners, why why this was where it was. Yeah. Well, so number one, the you know it starts out as a quarry, so you're not going to do that right in the middle of town, right? So right. so it's going to be out a little ways. And the quarry's owned by the landowners who own the yep. land there. Yeah, yep. right. Yeah. So so that's part of it. Um but then, you know, that's another reason why these places become cemeteries too is that, you know, it's better to have burials and stuff away from the the city if possible, right? Yeah. And that um, was a, a a real important thing to the Romans is yep. you don't bury the dead. I mean, except in some circumstances, but outside the city. Yep. But this wasn't just outside the city. This was quite a bus ride. Yeah, right. This was a ways. Um <clears throat> and then I think the other th- the the other thing with why this becomes like a a pretty special place for Christians um is that you know, number 1, this really is a celebration of life and eternal life, right? And it's also for Christians having some distance from yep. where everything is, where, where all the, the hubbub of the city is going on and the, the political center of things. Which and, and persecution. Which involves persecution, right? Because, you know, it's the, oftentimes the, it's the Roman authorities that are saying, you know, hey, we need to, these Christians that we think are going to be problems. But out here, um, you can gather in peace. Um, you maybe even gather in hiding in a sense that you're underground um, you can have those festival, the, those remembrances, I should say, um, and which become festivals. And we should talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. yeah let's finish this part, but let's remember to yeah, come back so, to that. So that idea of they, they become important gathering places for, for Christians apart from the burial because there is so much of the connection to the idea of the resurrection and eternal life. And it, this was a refuge um, away from the city where Christians could gather without too much fear of interference and persecution. Um, And then part of that, uh, you know, and tell me if you want to talk more about different things, but then part of that tour, then you also end up in the, at the foundations of the the church, which is where St. Sebastian, who, you know, and I don't know if we need to get into too much of of that, or if you want to talk more about him specifically, but 
Um, he was an, again an early Christian martyr, um, and his remains and a Roman are soldier. Roman soldier. Yep. Essentially, uh, left meant to be martyred once. Yeah. Left for dead. Turns out he's not dead. Yeah. Goes back um, to preach the gospel again to his fellow soldiers. Yep. That gets martyr martyred. Yeah. Then they make sure they and make they sure this next time. Yep. And uh, so it makes sense that he would become somewhat ki- iconic because the Roman army is. Yeah, you know, emblematic yep. of Roman yep. values. Um, it, yep, it, re- it represents Rome, and uh, so his his grave becomes a prominent grave, mm-hmm. uh, and then the church will end up built over that. And this church was, for most of its history, one of the seven pilgrim churches of Rome. Mm-hmm. John Paul II flipped it, um, switched it out with the church later, but. Um, it's still the traditional yeah. pilgrim church of Rome, which people would walk, try to walk, you know, go to Rome and walk uh, right. during Lent. I, I can't remember the day, but um, yeah, but um, and this, but and this is the ways out. I mean, you're this gonna, would be yep. this is St. Paul's outside the walls, where these were quite a walk. Yep. Um, but a very th- that's part of the reason you don't see it as easy when you get off the bus either. Right. It's an older church. Yep, very much. Um, and it definitely has the vibes of. A tr- its location, right? It yeah. wasn't. I think it would be odd to build a huge, you know, yep. monumental church there when the whole point of what was happening there is that Christians were gathering, like, because they weren't able to gather prominently, and and these were, um, you know, uh, these catacombs are a reminder of a time in the mm-hmm. Christian past where. Uh, where things were uh, low key, yeah. maybe, and so I think the church very much fits that. And the there's very much yeah this idea of the really Christian piety, and I would say the church is much more you know like you said older early earlier medieval feel to it rather than like the you get into the the big you know middle like high middle age cathedral yeah. or Renaissance type of yeah. building you know so. So, yeah, and I would say one of the things you mentioned um, is these catacombs in particular, not only were they known for the housing the remains of St. Sebastian, but you said that they are almost certainly, uh, based on archaeological evidence, the place where Peter and Paul were both first initially buried because they, they have, and one of the, one of the stops along the way, which is, I think, might have been the very last one before they cool take stop, you into the yeah. church, uh, is they have a little room, um, and they have, like, made almost a mural of sorts of all this little pottery graffiti um, saying, you know, here for Peter and Paul, you know. Peter, you pray know, for us. Yeah. Pray for us, you know, Peter, Paul, but, you know, I mean, all these. And, like, why would that show up? literally by the thousands right. yep. uh, in a place like this if that were not, if though if that was not thought to be where these guys were. Yep. That, and that, that would be from that sort of graffiti from a little later when during persecution the bones were mm-hmm. brought again there, is my understanding. Yeah. Um, before making their way back into the city. And that would be, you know, right before Constantine. Yeah. Um, We'll get in a little further on. And so you're going to already see by that time a little bit of the development mm-hmm. of 
um, the intercession of the saints. You know, this it's not that that graffiti comes from the day Paul died. Right. You know, but we'll we'll go back and we'll talk about how, how these things develop. Yeah, and I mean, there are, you know, some of this stuff is from early, I mean, it's in, it's in Latin, it's in Greek, it's in other, other yeah. languages too, you know, that you see all the, so yeah, it just tells you that people had been coming there early on yep. for, for that purpose. So, but, which was one of those things, I, I was not aware of that until we were there, you know, yep. which was kind of, which was one of those little surprises of the trip and, and yep. made this day even that much or that that experience, I guess, maybe you know that much more impactful. I would yeah. say. Yeah, and I would say interesting. If we're finishing out like the church, um, they also have opposite of the Saint Sebastian Memorial in the church, mm-hmm. which has relics from Yep, yep. Saint Sebastian, um, supposedly Saint Peter's footprints, the Quo Vadis, mm-hmm. from where during persecution, supposedly Peter was fleeing Rome. Jesus sees him and says, "Peter, where are you going, Quo Vadis?" Um, and Peter goes back into Rome and then is martyred, yep. uh, crucified upside down because he says he doesn't deserve to be crucified like his Lord. I would say this is one of those relics that you look at, and I just was like, yeah, no. Yeah, that doesn't maybe A, the quite, feet seem really big. Yeah, yeah. Like, yep. especially since people, it seems like we're smaller than. Uh-huh. Like, the feet were definitely bigger than, than even Jason's feet, and I would say Jason has nice-sized feet. Yeah, yeah, I would say too. I was thinking like this, this is, these just look a little too, yeah, yeah. Little, like but it still was quite. interesting. But yeah, it was very interesting. And, and it fit what's going on at the church, and it does fit being on the Appian Way if he yeah. were going out. Yep. Um, and this, uh, because this is the way people would have gone in and out of the the city. Yep. I believe it. This is even where for the um, the Luther movie, what they're trying to recreate recreate when Luther's walking in. Oh sure, yeah. And he sees the the yep. city. Um, so it, I mean, it, it fits and make of it, Yep. make of it what you will. Now, but, if we could, yeah, but I'll ahead. say that type of, Jason did pray to it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I he just put one I, hand you know, on uh, I, uh, the bars, like in front of the, yeah, I just, you know, some of those sites are just going to help myself, but, uh, the, but that I would say that type of piety wasn't nearly as common, you know, or, or there was much more common types of that in other places there wasn't nearly as much of that, I would think, here. You know, yeah. that was just one of those things. So, um, but yeah, so then uh, we kind of wrapped up there. So let's backtrack now. Sure, yeah. Okay. So we mentioned um, visiting, I, I believe you said remembrances or memorials. Yep. Um, so people visiting the graves of those who had died. And especially those who had been martyred, which definitely makes sense. These had been courageous people mm-hmm. who had um, given their lives. Often prominent people. And this tour guide was very good. And, I mean, that's something he also emphasized, yeah. that a lot of the martyrs were, you got to be a martyr by being kind of visible in the community. Yeah, which um, those would be the ones that they would target to right. make an example. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, and so it makes sense that people... Would remember? I remember growing up, and we'd go uh, on certain days of the year to visit the graves of um, relatives, yep. grandparents, great grandparents. It's a very natural thing. Yep. It's a very natural thing for people even to go to a grave and talk to the person. Yep. Right. Uh, and so this became common, mm-hmm. um, and for the community to do so because this person had been a part of the community, 
Well, and I mean, maybe part of that too is like, you know, even, you know, you talk to relatives, something like, you know, oh, I remember when Pastor so-and-so was here, yeah. you know, when, yeah. I, I mean, just kind of that fond remembrance of yeah. past leaders in the faith too, you know, I mean, that that, yeah. that persists. And so as you would go, it developed that you would also have a picnic, mm-hmm. have a yeah, meal. Yeah. And so um, we can speak of feast days mm-hmm. or fast festivals. <clears throat> and this comes into the calendar of the church year eventually. This is in the Lutheran calendar of the of the church year. We just celebrated today in chapel um, the commemoration. Lutherans like to say commemoration. Yeah. Um, the feast day of St. James the Lesser or Younger the Less and St. Philip whose graves we've already talked about. Yeah, seeing. That, if that rings a bell. I kept looking at you in chapel and you did yeah. not make eye contact. I, I was I trying did. to do like a bonding. No, I did. I, I, did. I looked over a couple of times too but you were... I think Jackie yeah. unfortunately thought I was Staring at her. Yeah, probably, yep. So I apologize. But no, I was noticing that too. Like, oh, that was kind of a neat connection. So. Yeah. So we, these make their way into like an annual thing. Like this is something the community does. Yeah. A feast day, remembering that person. This is good. This is proper. Um, this is, we, as Christians, we remember those who've gone before us. We're part of a communion of saints. Mm-hmm. Um, this is why it made sense to have worship in the catacombs even. Right. Because we remember our dead. This is why when you've got God's little acre Lutheran churches and you have the cemetery mm. around the old country church, right? Yeah. Um, and many city churches even. Yeah. Uh, this is, there's a connection there. Many times on for Easter sunrise service, you would have the church have an outdoor service in the church cemetery, um, even for Lutheran churches. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's good that we remember our dead. It's good we learn from them, both the good and the bad, or, you know, as our confessions talk about. Um, but what we get eventually is this transition to, and it's very natural that it would begin with, um, Peter and Paul, Sebastian, pray for us. Mm-hmm. And I will say here, um, when it comes to the cult of the saints in Roman Catholicism, I, uh, this is the part that makes the most sense to me. Right? Sure, yeah. We... Uh, our confessions rightly talk about the worship of the saints. And I I do think um, how the saints get prayed to in practice in everyday Catholicism, the average Catholic, it, it's okay, go to Jesus for it, mm-hmm. right? But what I do understand the pull for is that just as I might ask Jason now, who's living in here with me, to pray for me, when I recognize I'm still in community, in communion with those who have gone to heaven, and here, saints meaning all believers. Right, yeah. I understand the pull um, when my grandmother's in heaven to say, just as I might in life, hey, Grandma, pray for me. I've got this coming up. I understand, like, how that could be a very natural thing. And so it makes sense that you start to see that kind of developing as someone comes. But what will happen, um, and especially during the Middle Ages and by the time we get to the Reformation, yeah. that this has been inflated to the point of, um, we, we we noted when we went to some churches, yeah. uh, and I, I would say this was part of my lack of, um, I was not as impressed with St. Peter's as we've talked about, as a, mm-hmm. because it was kind of a more of a monument to popes and yep. saints than um, 
a lot of the other churches you would have maybe popes and saints, but they were pulled into the action of like Christ and the apostles mm-hmm. and prophets um, in a very cohesive way. What the catacombs did well, and I would say even St. Sebastian's, is you definitely still have like, yes, you see these like requests for intercession, but they're not nearly on the scale that we'll see later that draws you away from Christ. Right. right? Um, that is going to eventually trend that way. Yes. And I'm not saying pray to the saints. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and, but it, it and does. Just to be clear, I didn't actually pray to any saints when right, I was there. But That I could tell. Right. <laughs> Jason may well be able to pray without moving his lips. I yeah. <laughs> but I, 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 I will say, again, um, this is where I think Lutheranism tries to strike a really healthy balance. Mm-hmm. We have a sense of history. We appreciate those who've gone before us in history. We commemorate them. But the whole reason we don't pray to the saints or even ask for intercession is because we have no promise. Right. Um, and prayer relies on promises. Yep. Right. And and so um, I guess what I'm trying to say is I totally get how this developed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I appreciate the custom of feast day. I think that's a nice thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, um, but I don't want people to conflate that, that, that we, oh, we saw that on the walls, that that's the same thing of what you're going to see in a modern yeah. Roman Catholic cathedral or in practice in popular Catholic piety from the Middle Ages. Right. On. Yes. And I say that as someone who came out of it and experienced it. Yeah. Does that sound fair? Yep, I think that's now fair. Now, you throw anything you want to throw in connection with this, too. I gave my probably moderate, <laughs> sympathetic take, but... Yeah, no, I think... I, you I, can come now with your classic Wells iconoclasm. <laughs> Jason, just put on a black Geneva. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Smash those in. No, uh, the... Uh, I, I think, too, I think you can understand why this develops as it does. Um, I think, though, again, it's the, you know, the lack of lack of promise that really sets it apart. And, and how quickly, how quickly too, some of that develops into unhealthy practice. And um, But I think it is one and of those And, for instance, things. you're going to the grave to remember them, right. but now there's bones. Yeah. And rather than just going and remembering them or even asking them to pray for you. Yep. You can see how the notion of relics yeah. will develop yeah. out of that. That maybe this will and be not that the bones don't have value because Christ will raise us. Right, our yeah. bodies are not unimportant, but, but to that think, they to think they have a special holiness, yeah. then or or some like actual power, like superstitious power right. attached to it. Yeah, that and in yeah, you can see how things pick up steam and maybe rather quickly with some of those things, and 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 at the same time. I think it's a wonderful thing to celebrate minor festivals and, you know, um, talk about some of those things because that understanding and appreciation for history um, is a, is really good. And I think it's, especially in the American church, it's too easy to yep. um, undervalue that. So, yeah. and I'll say the other thing I thought we've I found one of the souvenirs that I thought was really kind of, a cool thing. Jason um, got a bone. <laughs> no, not that. I, when I, I die, I, I can I say though, Jason? It, but, uh, when I die, yeah, I want um, I want you to dig me up. Okay. And I want you to to take this. 
the the tip right, right here. The tip of your the middle. Pinky, oh, the middle, middle of my pinky of finger. The pinky finger on your. And I would like you to hand. put that in a little glass thing. Uh huh. And display it in your house. Okay. Can I wrap it like with ribbon or like whatever fancy, you think you know, fits? Gilding and yeah. And uh, and I would like to be remembered in that way. Okay. All I'm right. assuming I'm gonna die first. So I mean, oh. odds are. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess I'm cycling in traffic. Yeah, that's true. I probably yep. have a um, yep. worse diet. You eat a lot of lettuce. <laughs> I try to, yeah. But just just that. All right, just that. Maybe one beard hair. Uh, okay. I'll see if I can come up with one of those as well. So. And if Carrie objects, if she's like, well, this is weird, you tell her you promised me. That's right. There is a promise involved. Yes. So maybe not a divine promise, but... A promise. And don't pray to me. No. But. I won't. When you wake up in the morning, before you go to bed at night, just take a moment and put your hand (laughs) on it and close your eyes and just. Just remember. Have a peaceful moment. Gotcha. Okay. You'll do that? Yep. Sure. I might have to write it down in my feelings journal just to make sure I keep it all straight. But uh, And refer to me as Wade of Livonia. I would like (laughs) that on there. Better than Wade Johnston. Yes. Wade of Livonia. Wade of Livonia. Yep. And we'll have to see if any. uh, Further appellations get added as we as we go along. But yes. Yep. Sorry. Go ahead. Though. All right. So, but they had little marble tiles <laughs> that they had painted the different <laughs> symbols on. That was why I thought you know it's like, and they were really reasonable. They were less than ten euros. And yeah, I thought, if we want to mention the symbols, maybe. Oh yeah, they're uh, so the common ones were the the fish, of course, the ichthus, which the name yep. Jesus Christ, Son of God, Savior, is a acronym, Greek. right? Yep. Yeah, Greek acronym. Um, that w- and then there were a couple other ones like that. The the anchor. Anchor was a big know, one. And then anchor maybe with a key row or, uh, you know, there are different things that they would do there. They, they also got a post. I also got a poster that had, I forget how many now, but it was like 20 different symbols yep. um, from the catacombs. I think the dove was kind of common. Dove was one. Um, there was uh, the cross, not as much really. Yeah. Um, but there was... Uh, maybe some things that evoke martyrdom as well. Yep. Like and the anchor often incorporated a cross like thing. Oftentimes, yeah, yep. yep. Yeah. And I want to say maybe even a boat, like yep. for the for yep. the church um was connected. So there are some of these, you know, that kind of connected nautically, you know, with yep. that and so yeah, I mean it was there were a lot of neat things with that. I thought that was a pretty cool stuff. Which is so. helpful to remember. So any of you that are Christians and you go to a church like a of a traditional style church. Mm-hmm. Next time you go to church when you're sitting in the pews or the chairs or whatever you guys have, people have now, who knows? Right. Lounge it, whatever. <laughs> um, if you look up, there's often a pitched ceiling. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like a hull of a ship. That's called the nave. The nave. And the church is connected as like Noah's Ark mm-hmm. with that. Um, and so there's the image of the boat for we're going from here to heaven. But at the same time, uh, think of how terrifying the sea could be to ancient people who largely mm-hmm. just sailed along the shore. Right. The image of an anchor is a very important one then too yep. in a storm. Yeah, you don't go to sea without an anchor. Right. Um, so that's how you can have two images that are emphasizing different things, yep. but they're both tied to a similar theme. And it's called the nave because the Latin word for ship is yeah. novice, right? Nave. Where we get navy. Where we yeah. get navy, yeah. So, so again, there are some of those connections there even in church architecture to this day, yeah. So. Yep. But that was that church was also right along the Appian Way, which so there is this ancient Roman road that um, once you get beyond the church, not too far beyond, kind of becomes that 
the 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 old stones. You know, give yeah. the cobblestones. I would give say way to if the you're there stone. and you start walking, don't give up right away because we were like yep. we must be going the wrong way. It's it takes, not a long walk; it's just a little bit, but yep. But you'll get there. A block, so don't quit. A block maybe yeah. two. Yeah. But it's also a really cool little stretch of road because there are some of these like older, um, like I would like the Roman villa type yep. of estates where you have these, um, they look almost park-like, you know, as mm-hmm. you're looking. And some of them have ruins, you know, from and others have been converted to different functions. I think there was one, like, that had become kind of a restaurant eatery type of thing that was just down the road a little bit. And, um, you know, but there were some, that was just a really nice stroll, although... And it was a nice day for it, too. And it was yeah. a beautiful day, yeah. And there were... There, there are trees lining the the road, so like you're walking here, and it's not, even though it was warm and sunny, you weren't hot because there's plenty of shade and and there were, and Jason did not do this with me, so it's okay. Yeah. But there were e-bike rentals. There were, yeah, and there Which, were a lot of people on e-bikes. Although then we're like, man, how in the world over these some of these stones and even the cobblestones, but like those Roman road stones, it's like, man, that would be rough. I would not want to ride my own e-bike on it because it, I don't, I don't think that they must go through them pretty quick. I would guess. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it would have been a bit of a spiritual moment for me Yeah, yeah. It to combine well some of my great loves. Yep. My love for Christ and the apostles. Yeah. My love for, um, ancient infrastructure. Yeah. My love for bicycles. Yeah. And for e bicycles. History and travel. I mean yeah. all these all these things yeah. coming together. It would know? have been very moving, I think. So but it was a nice stroll. I don't I don't know exactly how long we walked, but it was it was actually right on the way to our next bus stop too. But it was just kind of a cool little time to walk along there and be like, Yeah, this is uh kind of a neat stretch and um just kind of taking in the the outer edges of the Roman I don't know if I'd quite call it countryside, but you know the we would call parts it that here though. We it's not a suburban would. feel like no. we would consider it. But it feel yeah, it feels like you're kind of definitely on the the fringes of the city by that point. Yeah. Um, but then we but then we just kind of walked along, took some pictures, enjoyed the. Jason put his camera through a fence. I, I did, took a yep. picture of this. Yep. Yeah, to get the because it was get the hills very in the background. Yeah, very uh, you know. Um, Nice open park-like vibe with some ruins and, you're, and stuff. You're like on those. a path that just yeah. countless pilgrims have walked. Yep, and yep. not just pilgrims, but people um, during the glories of Rome would have been. Mm-hmm. This is their first exposure. They're coming into the city. Yep. Um, so I think very good in that way. We were we were thinking we were going to do more with this session than we did, Jason. You've got you've got, got to class. teach soon. Yeah, man. So I am going to say, can I call mm-hmm. an audible? Sure. Okay, blue, blue 32, Oklahoma, Papa John's. Papa John's. Okay, um, and uh, we're going to pick up next time with St. John Lateran because um, th- that church is worth talking about, but then it's stuff we can cover pretty quickly, Supercard yep. bus shopping. Jason almost gets locked in the liquor store again. Yep. We threw a coin somewhere. Yep. Um, and then we can get day seven there as well before we yeah. get to Munich. So. Um, I will let you, you have two minutes if there's anything you want to close with as far as thoughts for today, but I do want to let you get to your class so you can give yep. your students a good education. Yes, that would be good. Um, the, I think this was one of those days, I think that, uh, 
was uh, a, a good idea for, uh, like, if you're doing this plan travel plan for yourself where we had a, had a good idea, we're going to hit one or two things that we definitely wanted to hit, but we also allowed for some flexibility, and it was really good because we wouldn't have we wouldn't have planned for that stroll along the Appian Way. Um, and we also had plenty of time to take in the catacombs, which I think we maybe thought might be kind of a quick stop, but it ended up being one where we wanted to spend some time. Yeah. And and because we just had, you know, a really great experience there with a bunch of different things. Um, and I think that's just something to learn from there yeah. when it comes to, comes to travel. And uh, I would say if you're going to go to Rome um, and, and you have – you know, there are a couple of things that you'd want to see, but as as a, a Christian traveler to Rome, I think catacombs are definitely one of those you want to make sure that you take in. Yeah, and I would say kudos to Rome's public transport. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about it being packed in, in a crazy way about yep. the bus again, I'm sure, but um, you can really get where you need to go with it. Yep. Um, and yep. so I totally get if someone wants to Uber or whatever out there, um, but it was, I thought, really convenient to be able to get out there yep. as well. Well, we are still, as I've been saying, in the Easter season. Just at Easter 4, we will be coming up on Easter 5. It is the feast day of St. James the Lesser and Philip, um, who have gone to glory in Christ, the risen Lord. And with them, we will too one day be raised. And so today is like every day, a great day, my friends, to let the bird fly. Another round, another round, one more round won't get me down. 